Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mayo Media Network. I am Martino Puccio, coming over from The Athletic to help out with the Euro 2020 previews. As you've seen the Saturday video already, we're on to Sunday and to continue along the week as we will give more coverage throughout the rest of the tournament. Obviously, we're here. We're loving it on this YouTube channel. We love that you guys are here. So we would ask if you'd like, comment, subscribe, turn on that notification bell. Ding, ding. I don't know if they got a, you know, uh, a noise for that. So if you guys can go do that and post, maybe they will, maybe so I don't look stupid, but please do that. And um, we're going to get underway. So here we go. England versus Croatia is the first match of the day. If you're over here in the East coast, you got to wake up a little early. It's going to be a 9am kickoff between these two. They met in the world cup semifinals just a couple of years ago. England is, you know, they're coming out with some energy with for, for this one. They're playing at Wembley stadium, but I got to say, in my research, going back to go check up some of this stuff uh, for the first ever game, we were talking about, with George Gamble, obviously with Pat Mayo on the network for the full length podcast that you guys should also go and check out. You're saying how new England are notorious slow starters. I looked in to see what kind of truth was to that. And it turns out in England's entire history in the Euro tournament, dating back to the 60s, they have never once won their opening match of the tournament. They have lost, they have drawn, they have not even qualified at times for the tournament. They have never, ever won their first game. So take that into account here. We know history usually likes to repeat itself with that. And obviously there's evidence to it, but also on the same side, there's a first time for everything, right? So maybe England does get over the hump with this. So we got to kind of have to take that into account when we're placing some of these bets here. Croatia, a little bit of an older team than we're used to, right? A couple years ago, Luka Modric, absolutely in the prime of his career, still playing top football. Mario Mandzukic was there. Ivan Perisic was another top player for them. He's kind of taken a back seat to what he used to be. And, and now they're a good team. They're a really talented team. They should qualify for the next round. They could even make some noise here, and we'll get into that. But you have to bear in mind, there are some talented players as well. It's not that just that we're depending on the older core with Rakitic as well. It's that they do have Kovacic. They do have a guy named Ante Rebic who's been playing well for Milan. The defense is, is solid. It's nothing amazing. It's nothing that you're going to be boasting about for the whole tournament, but it is something respectable at least. And, and that's what you're going to kind of have to have when you're going up against the side. Now for England, there might be some doubt with Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire is probably their best center back along with John Stones within this tournament. That's supposed to be that pairing that they're supposed to have throughout, but there's a lot of fogginess going through the reports about whether or not Harry's going to be ready on Sunday. So it makes me hesitant to even place any bets as of right now. I would have to know what the lineup is going in. It might be Mings at center back, or they might even go to a back three where Kyle Walker is playing right center back. For me, I don't like that, especially picking England with their history. I don't like them on the money line. So for me, I think the important thing to look at here is what can we get with some draw no bets? What can we look at with both teams to score? As of right now, both teams to score is at plus 123. We talked about the weak defense with England if Harry Maguire isn't there. We could also talk about Croatia not being that much of a strength on defense as well. So obviously that's going to be something to look at. I think there's going to be goals on this one. There was three goals last time these two linked up. So I like both teams to score at plus 123. Then we can kind of look at some draw no bets, right? If we look over there, we can kind of get a sense that, you know, we could go with Croatia straight up on the money line for plus 440. We could, we could do that. 
But we could also come back and look at Croatia with the draw no bet. And again, Croatia with the draw no bet is something that is worth of note. But that's at plus 300. It's a little less value than just playing them straight up on the triple money line. But again, with England's history, they've drawn more than any other result within the first match of this tournament. So the more likely thing that happens with England is that. So if you want to go draw no bet for plus 300, or you just want to go straight up on the money line for plus 440 with Croatia, that's the time to do it. All right, let's head on over to Group C. We got the Ukrainians against the Dutch. This one's going to be awesome. Absolutely love Ukraine's manager, Andrei Shevchenko, one of my idols as a child, one of the best strikers to ever grace the earth. And he's a pretty good coach with Ukraine. Not too bad. They finished the top their qualifying group for this tournament ahead of Portugal, who is one of the favorites, as we mentioned in that podcast with Pat Mayo and George Gamble. So again, I kind of like this Ukrainian side. They're one of the dark horses. I think they're more than capable of qualifying during this tournament. They have a lot of firepower. Yeah, there's been a little bit of inconsistency recently, but they have everything that it takes with this. The Dutch under Frank de Boer, oh my goodness. This guy is completely horrendous. Almost every single place that this man ends up, he gets sacked within a year. I mean, just go look at his record. He came over to MLS, dreadful. He was at Inter Milan, dreadful and just all the other spots. He goes to this Dutch national team. They're missing Virgil van Dijk. They don't have a true striker. They have Memphis Depay, who's not his natural position. He used to be more of a left winger, but since his torn ACL, he's kind of converted. So there isn't that much firepower. They're more of a defensive side. Matthias De Ligt and Stefan de Frey are two great center backs to have within a side. So it's okay there. They're going to be shoring up on defense. Luke de Jong is a great defensive midfielder that plays for Barcelona as well. Maybe not as great as he used to be with Ajax, but still one of the top at his position. So he can get the job done working within this side. To me, in a one-off game, I kind of don't love it a lot because there isn't that much that's told me about either of these sides recently, right? We know the grand scheme of things. The Dutch are more talented. There's no doubt about it. The Ukrainians, they have more offensive firepower. That's great. But we have a good offense against a really good defense. What do, what do we expect from that? And, and for me, it's just kind of something I don't love betting at the end of the day. I think a draw no bet Ukraine would be a way to go if I were to go anywhere. I just don't like how high the Dutch are on the money line, even the draw no bet too. It's just something I get weary of. I, I just don't trust them. So for me, my trust is lacking. So I'm going to go in an area that doesn't have their trust offensively. And that's total Dutch goals, zero to one at minus 125. It's chalky. Rip me for it in the comment section. It's fine. Like whatever, berate me. You want to go on Twitter, follow me there, berate me there too. I just don't have a lot of trust. And sometimes when you're betting, you don't have to put down money like that. But if you have a pretty good option of something that you might like within a game, go and look at it. There isn't that much risk. Minus 125. I think it's something worth looking at. Check the draw, no bets. Maybe one-time goal scorers for Memphis Depay as well. Malinovsky, a dark horse bet to score for the Ukraine if he comes on the pitch. Fantastic player for Atalanta. If he gets his foot on the boot, that one can go in the back of the net. But for this game, that's pretty much all we got. And on to the final match of the day in Group C, we have Austria versus North Macedonia. Now, this is probably the least sexy of all the matchups of the day. No disrespect to either of these nations. It was a great job by both of them to qualify. North Macedonia, they're kind of perplexing in a way. They don't have that much talent within their squad. 
They've been very inconsistent within qualifiers, with the Nations League, and all these other tournaments and, and international matches that they participate in. They've recently beat Germany, which is just insane for them. But they've also drawn against some sides that they should never draw against. Um, or if they want to even make some noise within this competition, they shouldn't be drawing 3-3 against Estonia. They shouldn't be drawing against Georgia. Uh, it's just not great from them. Slovenia, it's a 1-1 draw. I, I think that if there was a match for them to win within this group stage, it's definitely going to be against Austria. Austria, again, they're the team that I think is the most overrated within the group. I'm a big fan of Sabitzer. He plays for RB Leipzig. He's one of the better midfielders and underrated midfielders in Europe. I just don't see enough from Austria in general in this that kind of scares me. Maybe I'm underestimating them. Maybe that's just me being naive and ignorant. Call me out for it, whatever. Let me know in the comments section, right, as we say. For me, I think there's an outside chance here for North Macedonia to make any sort of noise. And if they want any opportunity to advance into the next round of this tournament, it's going to happen now. So for me, if you want to go for the craziest dog of the day, your rabid dog, plus 525 on the triple money line, if you choose to do so, or you could go on the draw no bet plus 360, kind of see, you know, a trend going here with sort of this stuff. I personally don't love leaning either way. I think that's just a bet to kind of look at. For me, Goran Pandev, absolutely the most reliable scorer. We already talked about it. his horrendous hairline to begin with, plus 375 to score there. He's the most experienced player in this entire match between both sides. He's also shown the potency to score against some of the top sides in Europe. What he did against Napoli prior this season in Serie A, it just shows he has that big game mentality and needs to step up for his nation in this one. I do personally like combining something from this game with one of the earlier games that we discussed. A parlay of under two and a half goals in this game, along with Belgium and Russia for both teams to score, comes out at plus 216. It's a nice, solid two-team parlay, or two-game parlay, excuse me, where you get the goals from the earlier matches, and then you get under two and a half with this. There just isn't that much firepower within these two teams. They are susceptible to poor defense. But again, that's just not something I really want to rely upon a lot. So instead of, you know, betting on a lot of over goals, which is not, you know, it's not the sexy bit. It's in the high 100s to have the under two and a half. So if we go on a little something reliable and chalky, combine it with something that was at even money, we get plus 216. So guys, let me know what matches you're looking forward to in this tournament. Who's going to get the golden boot? What team is going to be lifting the trophy? Let us know down in the comments section. You can go follow me on Twitter at Martino Puccio as well. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on the notifications for Mayo Media Network. And we'll see you next time.